But whether you're single, in a relationship, or married, many couples and individuals are struggling to trust when it comes to relationships. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about how you can become more secure even after having your trust broken. So usually what happens with trust, why a lot of people struggle with trust is because in the beginning, when you get into a relationship, many of you probably remember your first love or the love of your life, or some people may have really loved so deeply and was so open so deeply in a relationship, but then later on, that person broke their heart. That person lied or cheated or just did something that was untrustworthy. And so that puts you in a place where you're no longer secure to trust and you struggle with trusting. And this can be whether you're married, whether you're single, you could be in a relationship, living with someone, but you're still struggling to fully trust. What happens is you build these emotional walls and that becomes your safety. It's like your emotional walls. And so what happens, it comes with a lot of insecurity and anxiety and fear, wondering, what if they hurt you? What if they're lying to you? What if this happened or what if that happened? It causes a lot of people to be stuck where where they're not willing to like enter into a new relationship because of that fear or they are in a relationship but the trust is the lack of trust is causing so much toxic energy. And so you're in this relationship but you don't trust the person. You're in a relationship, but you believe that person is going to hurt you. You complain and you argue and fight about what you think they should do or shouldn't do. So it just begins to be this toxic situation. And it's something that a lot of people are dealing with in their relationships, which causing a lot of relationships to be failed relationships and, and unhealthy relationships and really a lack of trust is where it all stems from. When you think of a lack of trust, when you choose to not trust the person you're in a relationship with, it actually defines your relationship. If you think about it, you not trusting that person is defining what the relationship is. It's basically saying, this relationship is not trustworthy. It's basically saying, no matter, I don't have proof that you did something wrong or you're going to do something wrong, but I'm deciding in advance not to trust you just in case you do something wrong. For example, if your partner wants to go hang out with, with you know, his friends and you're like, are there going to be women there? Or who's going to be there? And you like have all this anxiety where you don't want him to go out and enjoy himself with his friends because you're fearing that maybe he's going to do something wrong or maybe he can't control himself or whatever. So if you think about it, even before you gave him the opportunity to prove to you that he's going to be faithful, he's just going to go hang out with his friends and not mess up in a relationship, you're already setting a certain expectation towards him. So you're basically telling him, I don't know if you're going to do right or wrong, but 
I don't trust you to make the right decision. How is that defining your relationship? That's basically putting it out there like, I didn't really give you the opportunity to show me that you're gonna do the right thing, but I'm letting you know I don't trust you to do the right thing what before you have the opportunity to show me or not and so you got to think about that what is that doing to your entire relationship and what seeds are you planting in that person's mind in his mind to make to continue that way in a relationship a lot of people who are single not in relationships they're struggling to trust and open up to even start a relationship And the reason, a big reason is because they move too fast. When you're used to moving too fast in relationships, you don't even give the person an opportunity to earn your trust. You just start giving, giving, giving right away. You start giving all this time, all this energy, all this attention, and you do all of this in the beginning of the relationship to the point to where that person didn't even have a chance to earn your trust and really get to know you fully or you really get to know them fully. And so when they do something against your expectation or break your trust in some way, then you feel like, okay, I just don't want to be in any relationship. Instead of me even going down that road, I just don't even want to be in a relationship. I don't even want to go down. I don't even want to try. But you can really overcome that if you learn this one principle that I'm about to share with you. <laughs> if you really learn this, in, a, in addition to intuition and all of that stuff, y'all know I teach that as well. This is the principle I want you to get when you're starting a new relationship where you don't have to fear entering a new relationship. Only give what you're willing to lose. When you're starting a new relationship, only invest what you're willing to lose. Don't put all your time, emotions, energy, mind, body, and spirit into this new relationship. It's a new relationship. It needs to earn more of your investment. So you need to allow that person to show you that they can be trustworthy by getting to know them, by taking your time, by really connecting and and understanding who this person is and them understanding who you are and what you expect in the relationship. I want you to begin to slow down. I want you to begin to only give what you're willing to lose. You got to be willing to give something in the beginning of a relationship. You can't think like, okay, I'm not going to show that I'm interested. I'm not going to text or call that much because I don't want them to think that. No, you got to give something in order to get it moving off the ground, right? You got to give something, but give what you're willing to lose. Don't just pour out your all and call this person your husband right after the first date. That's one of the principles I want you guys to get, especially if you're single and just starting off. I want you to make the decision to define what kind of relationship you desire. Your standards. What do you want the relationship to be known as? Do you want to be known as a trustworthy relationship? Do you want your relationship to have trust and love in a healthy way. Think about that because sometimes you may not 
feel like trusting a person just because of the hurt that you've been through in the past or you've carried this baggage with you. And so you may not, trusting may not come easy for you. It may not be something that you can easily do. What you can do is make a decision to say, this is the type of relationship I want. I want the kind of relationship where my partner can trust me if I go on a vacation with my friends to know that I'm going to be faithful even on that trip or I can trust my partner to go and enjoy himself or hang out with his friends or travel with his friends and not worry if he's going to do me wrong but just to gracefully say I am going to decide to trust because there's no guarantees that somebody's gonna do the right thing hey but knowing that you putting your love out there you're putting a healthy definition of your relationship out there and you're saying you know what I'm choosing to trust because this is the type of relationship I want I want it to be a mutual trusting relationship yes we're people we're humans we can make mistakes there's no guarantee that they're gonna do me right but if they don't do me right at least I know I did what was right for me and if I'm going through something and we break up and it don't work out or they leave me I can get over it. I can overcome the situation. I don't have to be stuck in this place where I can't allow myself to trust or I can't allow myself to love and to give another person a chance when I know that I desire that type of relationship. And so as they earn your trust, as you get to know them and you build this healthy relationship to the point to where you can say, I am going to trust you in advance, I don't have to in advance not trust you and then give you an idea of what I believe about you by not trusting you. But I'm going to show you that I believe that you will do the right thing. So you got to be willing to give. I want to say for those of you who are in relationships where the trust has been broken, where the person you're with, they have done you wrong over and over again. And they broke that trust. And you still want to be in that relationship. They need to earn it back. And they need to earn it back by consistently showing you, not just with their words, but with their actions, that they can be trusted. That's something you got to be willing to say if that's what you want to, you know, go through or not. You don't have to stay in something that's toxic. I do want to say that too. Definitely if it's a toxic relationship that is just abusive and they just constantly doing you wrong, do not settle. Y'all know I always say that. But if it's a relationship where you feel that this is really a, a healthy relationship but something happened that one time and they broke your trust and it really impacted your relationship and you really want to work through that, I want to encourage you to allow them to earn that trust back in your life. All right, so let's get into Q&A. Let me go ahead and invite my husband, Patrick Howard, to join. Trust issues can be a stumbling block for a lot of people, and often it resides in past trauma. You know, when people have issues that they've experienced that they haven't resolved in themselves, they get stuck in it. There's a thing called tiptoeing across the middle. And what this is, is when a wide receiver 
has run full speed across the middle of the field and was hit. So the next time they have an opportunity, a play is called where they got to make that same journey across the middle, they don't run as, as hard as they did before. They start tiptoeing. They start anticipating hits. They start holding themselves back from going into the place that they really need to be in to execute the play that was called, to execute the thing that they really desire to execute. That's how we are in relationships when issues come up. Sometimes we remember that hit. We remember getting hit hard by a situation that really caused us to feel all types of hurt. And instead of getting over that situation and not allowing it to cause us to be hesitant or to tiptoe into a situation, we allow it to hold us back and prevent us from running full speed to get to the position where we need to be to execute in the way that we need to execute. But the key to getting over it is really not allowing yourself to reside in that past trauma, not reside in that last hit. Love comes through faith. It requires your faith. It requires you putting your faith in a person and, and, and putting it out there to trust them. I'm not saying that it's impossible for them to hurt you because they will probably hurt you, disappoint you you know, hurt your feelings, say things, say the wrong things sometimes, you know, that's part of the process. You still can love, you still can have faith, you still can trust. But like I said, you want to be sure that you gradually sift, sifting it through. You're not just putting it all out there all at once. You're really allowing yourself to feel things out and to get to know a person and get to see them and what they're doing and did they follow through with their words or do they constantly lie if they're constantly lying over and over again that's not a good sign but if that person is honest to you you know that they're honest you know that they have a record of proving to you that this is who they are and they're connected in that way. They're communicating in that way. Those are the things you want to look for in a relationship. All of us come into relationships fresh and we have flaws. There's a, a time and a moment to say, though I want to trust and I've experienced these hardships, I know that my complete trust is in God and that I'm not putting my all in all in a particular person to bring something into my life specifically that I should be receiving from God. When we go into a relationship expecting someone to fill a void inside of us that we should already have filled prior to engaging in that relationship. Another key thing is being able to be honest about the situation that you've experienced. Overcoming trauma is not about ignoring the experience that you have. You acknowledge what you experience, but you don't allow it to hold you back. Yeah. I have a question here, but I do want to say when people show you who they are, believe them. We have uh, interactions with each other. You know, I think about interviews and things like that. Most of the time, we don't have a resume in front of us to get to know a person prior to engaging in a relationship with them. Their resume is what they communicate to you. And allow yourself to really see what they're presenting. Because what they present to you oftentimes reveals it. Look at how they treat others. Look at how they engage in the relationships around them. And you'll really be able to see the type of individual that they are by how they interact with others. So one of the questions is, what do y'all consider a date? I had a friend guy. We've been knowing each other for years, but reconnect recently. We went to this small fair 
but I end up paying for something to eat myself. But I thought when you go out, when you on a date, the guy is supposed to, to do everything. Or am I overthinking it? I guess you have to have that understanding with that other person. You say it was a friend. It really wasn't a, a date. It was just you went out to eat and it was a guy, so he has to pay. Not necessarily. It's not always required that the guy pays if you two are just hanging out or whatever. Unless you you clear that up with him, <laughs> you know, I don't think it automatically means, you know, okay, I'm on a date and you're supposed to pay for everything. People are asked to go out, and when it's the opposite sex individual, it's considered a date, even if the guy may not be considering it as a date. The expectations are that the fellow would be paying. He may not even have them same expectations. He might have just wanted to go and hang out with you, reconnect with you a little bit, and didn't think nothing of it. But that's a reflection of the two of you having different perspectives. When you build in relationships, ultimately it's a friendship first. Being in a relationship with a person who's a narcissist is very mentally draining. What do you think about that? Definitely, and I think it's very important that you have self a self-care plan, that you are taking care of yourself mentally. A lot of people get stuck in those relationships, and they don't know why they can't leave, and they feel like they it's really difficult to move on. If, if, if you're in a toxic relationship and you feel like you're stuck and you question yourself, why can't I leave? That's a sign that you need to do some reprogramming. Something in your belief, in your belief patterns that, that's stopping you from moving forward in a healthier relationship. So maybe you believe that you'll, you'll never find anyone or you're going to be lonely or you fear the loneliness or whatever it is. You, you need to get to the root cause of whatever it is that is causing you to feel stuck. And that's some of the stuff that we do in the coaching program is to really help you to reprogram that thinking. Because when you're in those type of relationships, the person is verbally abusive towards you. They're talking bad about you. You have low self-esteem. You start doubting yourself. You lose confidence. It really can cause you to feel like you're in a weak space. You definitely want to work on that and work through it to get out of that. And, and I do have another question. Someone asks, how do you break up effectively? It depends on the relationship. If it's a really abusive relationship, there's a process to that. You don't just leave because that can be dangerous. I talk about in my book, Addicted to Pain, you really need to have a plan. You really need to reach out and, and get the support and the help to make sure that you're safe when you do leave. Some people, they're not in really, really toxic relationships. It, it's a toxic relationship but it's not to the point to where they fear their life but they still feel stuck and that really has more of a psychological situation that's behind that you really do have to have a plan especially when you're in a toxic relationship the best way to do it is have a plan have an idea of what you want to do where you want to go and effectively align your things so that you can gracefully do that and I think if you're feeling that way 
and you have the kind of relationship where you know you can have a conversation with your partner, I think you should you should have that conversation. Because some people feel that way for years and years and years and they never have the conversation and they have all this regret, like, I should have left, I should have said something, I don't want to be here. And ultimately, you don't want to put yourself in a, a settling mindset and settle in life for a relationship that you really don't desire to be in and settle for anything that's going on around you that no longer serves you, that you don't feel edified in. I think that if you have a relationship where you can have a conversation, it's important to have that conversation. It's important to communicate the way that you feel and articulate those things, you know, effectively. So you can just truly be honest with the, with the situation and not allow it to linger and not allow yourself to be contemplating these things over and over again, eating you up from the inside to the point to where you're depressed and you're stressed out and you're trying to figure out how, th- how to get things right when ultimately uh, you should just communicate how you feel so that you can, you can release that thing. All right. Well, we want to thank you guys for joining us tonight. This was a great talk. Continue to send and share your questions you have. You can uh, email us at support at rainyhoward.com. Be sure to like, share, comment. Bye. Love you guys.